I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Casey Cantrell. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. And on this episode, we're going back to the past a little bit, but much like Rugrats, we are talking about an old property that is getting a new installment. Yes, it's Spirit from DreamWorks Animation. Yeah, Spirit's Stallion of the Cimarron. Which is a classic animated movie from 2002. So we'll be talking all about that movie, as well as a bit of... It's got a TV show spinoff, and it's going to get a new movie. I think it's going to be released on... Netflix? It's actually being released in theaters. Oh, interesting. Okay. And it's called Spirit Untamed, and it's based on the classic animated film and the hit Netflix series. Right. So the the show is on Netflix. The original movie was a DreamWorks property, and now there's a new movie coming out for the for the franchise. Yes, and which is DreamWorks as well. All right, but before we get deeper into all that let us go ahead and answer last week's trivia question which was what is angelica's favorite toy cynthia supposed to be a parody of cynthia was is supposed to be a parody of barbie right but she doesn't uh <laughs> she does isn't the most glamorous looking doll nope no she has kind of like hair sticking out clearly making fun of the whole concept of barbie all right and before we continue on, we are going to do an On This Birthday. Matt Damon, he starred in the original Spirit film, and he actually was the voice of Spirit, although we'll get more into that why that role was a bit unique. But anyway, he was born on October 8th, 1970. So Ezra, did anything come out on October 8th? Yes, on October 8th, 2010 was a Disney film called Secretariat. Oh, that's a, also a horse film, right? Yeah, it's a biopic. Right, okay. That's a pretty crazy coincidence. I know. All right. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and do our feature presentation then. It was first released on May 24th of 2002. It was the same year as Ice Age and Lilo and Stitch, as well as the same year as the first Spider-Man Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, the second Men in Black all came out that year. Yeah, it was definitely playing against some heavy hitters, but it was also pretty successful in its own right. Maybe not so much at the box office. It did well enough at the box office, but it did receive a nomination for Best Animated Feature at the Academy Awards. Funnily enough, it lost to Spirited Away. Spirited Away I liked, but I personally like this movie and Lilo and Stitch and Ice Age better than Spirited Away. Yeah, it's just funny to me that given the, the you know, they're very similar titles for movies. But yeah, so, so tell us a little bit more about this movie. What What is this movie for people who may not know? It's a 
an animated film that was released in a, about a horse named Spirit, and it was set during, it was a Western movie, and it was set in the 19th century. And it was one of the animated films directed by the late Kelly Asbury, who would later direct the second Shrek film, Romeo and Juliet, Smurfs, The Lost Village, and Ugly Dolls. Right, and it was written by John Fusco? Fusco? Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he was also well-known for writing a lot of westerns himself. So this very much is written in that American West spirit. And it's kind of epic with the hand-drawn animation style, like older Disney Renaissance movies like The Lion King. And I believe this was the last DreamWorks property to be hand-drawn? No, or was no the, last, what, the last was Sinbad. Relatively, this is a, a rare thing for DreamWorks, especially now they do all CG animation. But at the time, they were still doing hand-drawn, and Spirit was one of those films. Yes, I remember. Although the main character, the titular main character, Spirit, who was the stallion, didn't actually talk, uh, Matt Damon did the talking for him as if he was thinking in his head when he was being the narrator of the story of the movie. Right, it's internal narration, which I think is interesting and Maybe we can discuss that a little bit more. But maybe we should uh, just share with our listeners wh what happened in this movie. Spirit is a horse who lives somewhere in the mountains where there's all where it's all green and lush, where he lives with his family until one day he's caught by an army from a campfire and then he has to be taken by some men. Yeah, he's specifically caught by the U.S. Army. And this is, it's set during the time of uh, what are called the Indian Wars, which is a very... Very messy and complicated bit of history in the U.S. in U.S. history, but the movie kind of steers away from really tackling any of those issues. But as you said, Spirit gets caught by the the army, and there's the colonel who's kind of greedy and and he kind of kind of treats Spirit miserably because the movie also kind of depicts animal cruelty. Right, right, yeah, because um, the colonel is trying to tame spirit to turn him into a horse that he will ride and in an effort to do that he does some awful things like he starves spirit ties him up and, and basically yeah. doesn't feed him or give him water when, and then later on spirit runs away and to where some native americans live right he's well before that happens the colonel tries to ride him but spirit bucks him and the colonel's about to shoot spirit when he's actually saved by a Native American who's also been captured by the army, whose name is Little Creek. Yes, I know, who's a kind and gentle um, Indian boy. And he has his own horse named Rain. And then Spirit and Rain fall in love. And uh, Spirit tries to rescue Rain, but then they then Rain is injured when she wounded, when she after she falls down a waterfall. Yeah, the the Little Creek takes them to his tribe they get attacked by the army uh rain actually gets shot and they fall into a river and spirit and rain fall down this waterfall i thought this classic animated film from dreamworks did have kind of some sad and moments yeah it definitely has some darker moments some dark it covers some darker issues like you said uh with its depiction of animal cruelty in a lot of ways it's i guess more realistic for an animated film in that regard. Compared to Shrek, DreamWorks' pre previous movie, which was a complete comedy. Exactly. Spirit, I know, is still 
forced by the U.S. Army to pull a train. Right, because Spear gets captured by the army after falling down the waterfall. Yeah. So he's he's pulling a train around until he realizes that where they're building this railroad that he's helping basically with that process, it's actually on the land of Spirit's herd. And But Spirit wasn't named until Little Creek called him Spirit who could not be broken. Right. Well, That's that, when the horse got his name. Right, and that happens at the end of the movie. So once Spirit realizes this, what happens next as? He finds a way to escape. And there's like a big explosion for the train crashing into another train and a nearby forest catches on fire. It's all very dramatic. Yeah. And Spirit gets stuck in the forest and it looks like he's about to die. But then Little Creek appears and actually saves Spirit. And then they run away while being chased by the colonel and some of his men. I know, yes. The colonel, though... Is still pretty mean, but later on he becomes a lot nicer. <laughs> right, because in the process of trying to escape, they actually uh, end up at the Grand Canyon, and there's a part, a very dramatic part, where Spirit jumps across a chasm with Little Creek, and they actually manage to escape. And it's kind of uh, the Colonel concedes defeat at that point. I know, yeah, and then Spirit, I know. Is, says goodbye to Little Creek, and later we find out that Rain is, is alive. Yeah, and so Rain and Spirit leave together. And go back to where that the mountains where it's all green and beautiful, and he's reunited with his family. And I also remember that eagle, that bald eagle that Spirit was friends with. And then there was one part that was kind of scary in the beginning where he was encountered by a mountain lion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of little little moments like that. So, uh, Ezra, you actually saw this movie in theaters when it originally came out. Yes, when I was six years old, when I was a little kid. And me and my uh, my dad and my uh, brother saw it. And me and my younger brother, Noam, which he was four at the time and I was six, mm -hmm. constantly asking the film, when are the horses going to talk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your dad appreciated dealing with that in a in a packed theater. I'm sure. Like in that this movie, the main most of the main characters didn't talk. Right, all the horse characters don't talk, which I thought was actually an interesting thing. In most animated films, animal characters tend to talk, but in this one, they're actually tried to be realistic and capture the way that horses actually communicate in real life which is through making horse noises and through body language or gestures or whatever, which I, I thought was just an interesting concept to have in a movie like this. And that's where you get this narration from Matt Damon. And I'm, I'm curious about that. I don't know what exactly the history of it is. I thought he was good as the narration, like speaking in the perspective of the main character. Right. But it did kind of feel like it was added after the fact, in the sense that there was some feedback. People were like, we don't know what the horse is doing. So they said, okay, we'll add some narration so that people can follow along with what's happening from the horse's perspective. So, I mean, at the time, Ezra, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was had good animation it was beautiful and had good music dazzling animation 
Yeah, I think you mentioned to me how, like, even though this movie wasn't a musical, there were actually a lot of songs in the film. Like the get off of my backs, like when Spirit, when a bunch of men were trying to ride on Spirit, but Spirit was too resistant and they keep and they keep falling off of him. And there was one song in particular. I think it got a nomination for a Golden Globe. Yeah. The song Here I Am. remember in some ways it was kind of like disney's brother bear with the animation and the music and the themes of it the settings of where the movie is like in the wilderness and also i think the connection between the human characters and the animal characters too right yep yeah i thought it was a very beautiful movie with had some even some tear-jerking moments but it was good and i thought it was epic also what were some cool moments from the movie that you you remembered like when spirit goes on his journey and he befriends little creek who was a kind who was kind and gentle with animals and i thought it was a beautiful love love story with rain it was a good animated film which i know is one of the earliest animated films made by dreamworks so yeah it definitely uh, is one of those films that i think is very picturesque and and a cool kind of glimpse at the American West through a very different lens of a horse who can't actually talk. But uh, as we mentioned before, this movie did inspire its own show. Yes, which is one of the many shows made by DreamWorks Animation. And it it's called Spirit Riding Free. And it has a horse named Spirit, who's Spirit Jr., who's the <laughs> son of Spirit, who's also the pet of Lucky, who's a, who's a young girl, who's the main character in that show. Right, right. And how, how does the show compare to the movie? It's set in mostly a different location. It's set after the events of the original, mm-hmm. and it came out on Netflix 15 years after the original. So is it a similar kind of tone where there's a lot of darker things that happen sometimes? Yeah, maybe, but not nearly as dark like for younger kids. And it takes place in a small western frontier town called Miradiro. And and Fortuna Lucky Prescott is the main character, and she's 12 years old, and she befriends Spirit. And she has other friends who live in the who live in a village. And it's gotten a couple specials for Netflix as well, and even spin-offs, which were part of the series called Ponytails, as well as Riding Academy. And it this is also then there's the new movie coming out, Spirit Untamed where Lucky Prescott lost her mother, who was a fearless horse warrior, and then she has an overprotective father. Then she meets Spirit, and um, Lucky has friends who are those other girls from who were from the show. And this DreamWorks show and this movie have gotten a lot of merchandise and toys, especially for younger girls mainly, who like horses and ponies. Do we know... If the horses talk in this movie, or is it going to be like the original? I think it's going to be more of the original, but unlike the original film, Spirit's not the main character. It's actually Fortuna Lucky Prescott. She's the main character. And it's another DreamWorks film that has a female main character, along with Chicken Run, Monsters vs. Aliens, The Croods and The Croods A New Age, 
Trolls and Trolls World Tour and Abominable were all the other DreamWorks movies that had a female main character. Mm, that's interesting to note. Okay, so I suppose the movie is coming out when exactly? June 4th. Okay, so it's coming out in theaters. It's uh, That might be a sticking point for some people right out uh, these days, but things are going slowly back to normal. Yep. And we'll see how it's received. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. If you like what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash animation and beyond. In the meantime, we have a trivia question from Ezra. What 2004 animated Disney film referenced Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron? Okay, so if you know the answer, give us a shout on Facebook or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! See you later. (laughs) 